Hello. Hello. How's life? I'm pacing around a hallway. So it's good. Good. Very good. Uh, <laughs> welcome to MMA and stuff on halfguarded.com. My name is Matt. That is Mike. You can listen to this very program also on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to uh, podcasts. Uh, this is going to be probably an abridged version of the show. I'm a little under the weather. I actually called out of work yesterday, which is very, very unusual for me, but I'm trying not to spread my disease all around the world. Uh, I, however, yes. am comfortable spreading my disease everywhere. <laughs> in multiple ways uh i'm gonna try not to uh cough and gag and blow my nose here too much uh so anyway as far as mma news goes uh that there's a few stories there weren't any shows this past weekend there are no shows this coming weekend so it's kind of a slower news week i would say but there's always uh, stuff to cover in the wacky world of MMA. One story that caught my eye was about John Jones. Um, he's talking about trying to get his UFC 214 win over Daniel Cormier restored. Uh, that was the one where he won by knockout the second fight, but it was later called a no contest because he tested positive for Terinabal. Uh Have you heard about this, Mr. Coughlin? I heard about it and I smiled the kind of smile that you only get when you, when like you see like something beautiful in the world, like a, like a puppy being framed by a rainbow. Yeah. It's, it's that's John Jones. It's like the, the crazy people in bird box who want you to look at like the monster. Um, sort look of look at it. It's beautiful. You need to look at this. Well, it is beautiful. I mean, it, but unlike Bird Box, I think only positives will result from John Jones pursuing this course of action in life. I actually, I mean, only good things can come from having a, a California State Athletic Commission hearing meeting where John Jones tells them, "Those steroids don't count. I want my win back." <laughs> and then he goes, and then and Daniel Cormier has to walk in front of the commission and hand Jones the belt and say, "You're right, John. I'm not a real champion. You're the real champion. I'm a fraud." Jones, uh, quote, unquote, said, from what I understand, the stuff can lay in your body for over seven years. And from what I understand, when I fought the first time with Daniel Cormier, there was never a short-term metabolite found. There was no mid-term metabolite found. There's only a long-term metabolite found. So who says this hasn't been in my body since who knows how long? Maybe seven years ago. That's why I'm looking at trying to get my first DC fight overturned. You know, I, I think it was last week or the week before one of those, one of the recent weeks where I kind of made the joke about how, uh, about how, where, how should I say it, how Jones was going to use this for the next seven years is his excuse. It never occurred to me, and I feel like a failure for not thinking of this, it never occurred to me that he would retroactively try to apply the standard. It's real, real smart. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I, I mean, most fighters would be like, "Hey, going forward, this is going to be in my system. I don't really know what's happening with it. Could be a problem. Could not be a problem. I just want you guys to know about it." Not Jones. Jones is like, I mean, if it was in there that time, maybe it was in all the other times I tested positive for drugs. Yeah, maybe you can get the Matt Hamill no contest changed. Also, yes, yes. <laughs> that, that would be. Uh, I hope I, what I hope is when the twelve six elbows are eventually legalized, Jones then says, "See, it was totally okay for me to do that then." Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting if he actually goes forward with it. I feel like somebody's going to have to uh, talk him off the cliff uh, into not pushing for that, but we'll we'll see. It seems like a bridge too far for for me, but we'll see what happens. Well, you're not a you're not a bridge builder though, are you? No. And John, he's a bridge builder. He's a bridge builder, man. I've never understood how people actually build bridges, by the way. Like over like It is kind of a over water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's pretty where most of them are. But yeah, I mean, it's weird like how they get like the the stones down there and like it builds like especially like like nowadays I kind of understand like I figure like I could go to Home Depot and buy some shit or whatever and probably make a bridge. But like back in like the 1200s or whatever they didn't have like math and shit 
Like, I don't think calculus had been invented by, at that point. Think about that. There was a time period when calculus didn't exist. Like, what the hell were people doing with their math? They've just been like, I don't know, man. Like, you want to find the, 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 the right angle of that triangle there? I, it's fucking mystery, man. Nobody could ever do that. I only made it. And now we can do it with calculus. Yeah, I only made it through pre-calc. After that, I was done. I'm like, this is getting too weird for me. I took it in, I took it in undergrad, and, uh, well, I don't remember any of it. I don't even remember the class. Like, when I say I don't remember any of it, it's not like, oh, I don't remember how to do that formula. It's like, I don't remember being in the class, which probably tells me that I didn't go. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Uh, Brock Lesnar is also in the new news. He's um, always a potential John Jones opponent. Uh, apparently, he uh, still owes the Nevada Athletic Commission $250,000 in a fine levied against him for a pair of 2016 failed drug tests in relation to his UFC 200 bout against Mark Hunt. Um, so he's currently ineligible to compete in MMA or Nevada. I mean, maybe California will let him fight. I don't know. Oh yeah, I mean California's licking their chops. They're probably they'll probably give John they'll probably give Brock two hundred grand to fight. In fact, I think Jones should start demanding that the athletic commissions, the commissioners, get tested, and Brock could do it too. We should just flip this whole fucking thing. Maybe the whole commissions are dirty. Jones is the only clean man. That could be. Um, it's weird because Brock supposedly DC was going to fight Brock a while ago. What are you, are you going in and out of doors? What's going on over there? Yes. Okay. I'm I'm actually trying to um, we, there's like an empty office here that I want to use, but somebody's in it right now, and I don't like you know knock on them and be like, hey, can I do my podcast? So I'm like waiting for them to leave, and then I'll jump in there and pretend like I'm talking to the lawyer shit. Oh, cool! That sounds brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't find the right word. Um, so yeah, Brock is supposedly back in the USADA pool. He had some weird testing thing. I don't even know if we ever talked about it. some abnormality where one of his tests vanished and they claimed it was a glitch. So there's something weird there, but he's in the USADA pool, supposedly getting tested like everyone else and hasn't popped yet, supposedly. And then he would be eligible to fight after he's been in the pool for six months, but he still hasn't paid this fine. So in theory, until he pays this fine, even if he passes all the USADA tests, he still would be unable to fight. Well, he'll pass the test because all he has to just do is keep using the same steroid and he's going to pass. <laughs> like, apparently that's the new standard. That is like, smart, honestly, goodness, yes. it, like, it, it really does. Like, I joke about it. It kind of sounds like that's what USADA is going like, hey, man, you failed for this once and uh, we've decided that nobody would ever use the same drug a second time. So uh, <laughs> we're just going to assume that, you know, we're going to assume that you and John Jones are, are smart men, not fucking morons. Or may, maybe they are the smartest men. Well, they have gotten away with everything yeah. and suffered no repercussions and only seen their fortunes increase. So, yeah, it's possible. Right. They, they seem dumb, but they're, they're actually really smart. Uh, it's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's Trumpian. <laughs> That's all it is, man. You just say you're going to do something crazy, and then people just let you do it. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see if Brock ever, ever fights again. Do you expect him to, uh, fight again? Um, I got my office here, by the way. Uh, I don't, yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Cause I don't think that he would be even bothering with any of this testing if he wasn't going to actually fight. Well, it could just be an angle to get more money from Vince, right? I feel like, Hey Vince, I want more money. Look, I, failed some steroid tests isn't the best negotiating but on the other hand i did just say crazy seems to win these days so maybe he's maybe he's on to something uh in a there's a twitter feud i don't know if you've seen this one conor mcgregor and faras sahabi i did not see that that sounds like a feud (laughs) um supposedly faras um said he would pick Holloway in a rematch between McGregor and Holloway. He went with Holloway. And Conor McGregor wrote to him on Twitter, Hey, Faras, young man afraid to get in and fight himself. Stop talking about me like you know me, you twerp. You are what age? Why are you not in there yourself? Are you not up to it? You rent dorms and hit a clock for a living. Shut your pie, kid. That feels like a bit of an overreaction. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, he just said, I think I think Max is gonna take it. Yeah, fuck you, you dorm room monitor. Like, okay. It's not like he said Connor's like, you know, a piece of shit or anything. He's like, I think this other guy may win a fight. This other guy who, by the way, has won like twenty five hundred fights in a row, looks unbeatable, everybody thinks he's this killer, and he is a champion, but uh, thinking he's gonna win, pff, fucking unreasonable dick. Uh he said, um, if I had to pick Max Holloway versus Conor McGregor today, I would pick Max Holloway. Then he goes into the kind of the reasons why, and he finishes at the end. Um, I just think if they fight 10 times, 6 out of 10, let's say maybe 7 out of 10, I would say Holloway wins. Look, that's <laughs> not unre- this, this isn't really like he's like, he slammed God It's like the most like, moderate take. Like, I think that Hollywood probably win maybe six of them. You know, it's like, well, fuck you, man. Like, also, like, I, I love the whole, like, why aren't you in there fighting? You're the right age. What does that mean? Like, 30s, if I you're guess. in your 20s or 30s, I guess apparently in Connor's world, any any man in his 20s and 30s who's not actively engaged in fighting in cages every couple of months shouldn't talk. It's pretty ridiculous. I liked it. Though. Almost as ridiculous as swine flu. Did you see that Conor McGregor wanted to uh, fight Tenshin Nasakawa? He said he wanted. I did see. Yeah. It's pretty good. And Nasakawa wrote back, probably through some translator or some handler of his, that if um, Conor could make 127 pounds, he would fight him in a kickboxing match. <laughs> pretty good response. I feel like if uh, in the real world, if somehow the UFC and Connor showed up on Ryzen's doorstep and they said, Hey, we want Connor to fight your guy in Japan on network TV in front of it. And you guys get to make all the money. They would just think, well, tension, just, you know, control the head when you're side of his guard and, and just, you know, hold on for dear life and try not to lose. Uh, yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's our Conor McGregor story of the week. There, there's usually one anyway. Oh, he had another kid too. He's got uh, two kids now. Oh, he had a second child. Yes. Well, uh, congratulations, Conor. I think that you're supposed to always like default say congratulations to somebody when they have a kid. You do, and yeah. I guess it's, even it, 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 it's probably a blessing. Even when it's an accident, you're supposed to say congratulations. I feel like throughout history, most pregnancies were accidents. And I mean accidents in the sense of like babies show up and people be like, how the fuck did that happen? Like, I wonder how long it took people to really understand that sex led to babies. I don't know. Like, I know there's, there, there's, there's cultures where they don't really understand that. They just kind of think babies magically happen. Does anyone really understand it? I certainly don't. I mean, I think the whole, the whole enterprise seems... It's kind of ridiculous when every once in a while this big, oh, yeah, look at that. There's a woman breastfeeding. Like, your body's making food. What the hell? And, like, another another human being is eating food from your body. Well, it, it, that's never that's never happened to me. We are animals. Sometimes you can forget that. I guess. Well, yeah. Especially you. I spit on myself yesterday. On purpose? On accident. On accident. I just... I, just, <laughs> I, I was literally... I was just stretching my jaw. Oh, my eyes are wide. I just, I just spit on my chest. Yeah. And I looked at it. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I wanted my mouth to do one thing. And my mouth just said, fuck it. I'm going to shoot spit all over the place. And I just kind of sat there in my own filth. I didn't clean it. Do you ever sip from a straw and the straw's not fully in your mouth? And like liquid shoots out the side of it. Every once in a while that happens yeah. to me. It's weird. Because I'll, I'll sip from a straw a thousand times and it doesn't happen. Then once in a while, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. I, although, in fairness, I don't really use straws because I love the ocean. True, but there's uh, biodegradable straws now. Paper straws, that, metal straws. I know people who carry that's their like own what, personal straw with them where they go. Wait, hold on, really? Yeah. Okay, um, you live in a weird area. Also, biodegradable straws is like wearing fake fur. Yeah, you may not be actually doing any harm, but you're perpetuating the stereotype and you're letting people think it's okay to use a non-GMO organic straw. How many um, people work in your office? Uh, In any given... Roughly. Any given project. Right Right now, two dozen. I bet one of them has their own straw. 
yeah, I will. I bet there's a lot of them having their own straw here. These people are morons. They they work at the same level as I do. There's I mean, ones that like you can like they extend out, like they open up. You know, like um, you know those kids' swords that like they're like a plastic tube yeah. and you whip them and then they're like a long mm-hmm. sword, like a lightsaber sort of thing. They're, the straws yeah. are kind of like that. They're really weird. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, so it's, it's a like, very hey, you... liberal, earthy, crunchy sort of thing. Um, I mean, look, I can barely remember my wallet, and my phone. I'm not gonna remember a fucking straw. Like, well, keys, yeah, wallet, phone, yeah, yeah. You got your straw? Shit, I forgot my straw. <laughs> Damn it, man! Like, there's, there's some guy out there who's like on the like on a train right now, coming into New York City from Westchester or wherever the heck rich people live out there, and he's sitting there and he's cursing himself like, son of a bitch, I forgot my fucking straw. My whole day's gonna be off. I have to go buy a new one. I have to go buy a new straw. Can you imagine walking in a store and be like, yeah, I need to uh, buy a straw. Mm. And it's just like, what do you mean you're going to buy it? Yeah. Here, take this one. There. Are, no, I want one that folds. There are a couple towns around here that are, are talking about banning plastic straws. Why don't they just ban plastic? That's what they want to do. Just ban plastic, you assholes. I saw something that um, people have plastic in their poop. Because, like, when you drink and sip from things that have plastic, you get residue or whatever comes off the plastic, mm-hmm. and it goes into your body. Sure. Swear to God. They, like, tested different people no, on I, different I continents it. and stuff. It's like... Here's like I, com- I completely believe yeah. it. And that also means that, uh, you know, throughout history, we probably had uh, fucking clay in our poop. Because they were drinking out of clay bowls. But I, I think the idea is that, that would be more, more natural than... You know, clay? Clay, yeah. It, it's like it's not man-made what? plastic is man-made clay isn't it's man-made but you gotta it like put it in a fire ground and dirt where the vegetables so plastic. Anyway, i know but that's like isn't plastic like made from petroleum or something i don't know the science behind I, plastic I, look i barely I, earlier when i was talking about how i didn't go to calculus that's as scientific <laughs> as it gets i mean i didn't go to the class let alone know it, what plastic is made out of? In my world, plastic comes from a tree or something. Like maybe there's just like a big plastic box, like a chunk of plastic we discovered. You got to chisel it off every once in a while, like ice. Uh, one one person who's going to need some ice is a robber in Brazil, uh, Pollyanna Viana, uh, a UFC strawweight women's fighter. Uh, used her mixed martial arts skills on Saturday night when a man tried to steal her phone next to her apartment complex in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Uh, essentially, this guy sat down next to her, asked her for her phone, uh, and she beat the shit out of him, basically, is what happened. There's pictures of this I mean, guy all over the internet. His face is all mangled. Uh, looks like she put a hurting on this dude. I hope there's more to it than he just sat down next to her and said, hey, can I have your phone? And she just beat the shit out of him. It's like wow, they don't—they really don't fucking fuck around with me too down there in Brazil. Here, Here's—I I have more. Didn't he? Didn't she tase him or pepper spray him? No, or she something? choked him out though. She rear naked. Oh, um, but I bet it was. <laughs> she uh, is one and one in the octagon, and ten and two as an MMA fighter. She was waiting for an Uber around eight o'clock local time when a man approached her. I'm surprised they have Uber there. Um, sound like chael uh quote i always look around because people say it's a dangerous area but i never witnessed something like this before viana told mma fighting i looked around and didn't see anyone so i sat down and started playing free fire on my phone when i heard footsteps this guy came and sat right next to me he asked what time it was i answered but i felt something was weird so i put my phone in my waist he knew that i knew what he was going to do so he put his hand in his waist over a quote-unquote gun and said, give me the phone and don't try to react because I'm armed. I looked at his waist and knew that wasn't a gun. <laughs> Is that a gun in my pants or are you just not very lucky? Or <laughs> just happy to see me? The man wasn't armed. In fact, the only thing he had was a gun made out of cardboard paper. Fiana, who was wearing a red <laughs> UFC shirt, decided to react. I didn't think... Tr- when, you're, when you're folding the, the paper gun... And like, you're like, you're like, you're getting like the little notches in there. You're like, all right, my gun's made out of cardboard. Like somebody you look at and go, 
I don't think this is going to really work. Don't you just like, use your is... use your fingers and pretend it's a gun? Like when you see people in the movie, like robbing the convenience store, and they don't yeah. really have a gun, it's just their hand in their coat, and they point it like it's a gun. Or at the very least, like have something physical, like an object that you can at least hit someone with. Or if you're a robber, just have a gun. What do you have to lose? Like, if you're going to do it, do it's it Brazil. right. Commit. Yeah. That's true. Fast. Like you don't get, uh, I was going to say you don't get extra points, but actually you do get less time if you don't use a gun, but still you're going to be a lot more successful if you use a gun. <laughs> I didn't think twice, Viana said. He was sitting too close to me, so I thought he wouldn't have time to react and stab me or whatever if he really had a knife or so, something else with him. I hit him with a left cross and then a right cross and he got knocked down, but I was so agitated that I threw a kick as well. Two punches and a kick. The kick landed flush on his face, and I believe that's what caused that damage, and he started bleeding. With the robber bleeding on the ground, Viana locked in a rear naked choke and asked for help. Viana released the choke as people called the cops, but kept the robber under control with a Kimura while waiting for police. That's like a really weird way to keep him under control. Like the rear naked choke feels like a better way to keep him under control. But what do I know? I'm just a man. The man was taken to an emergency health center and then to a police station. According to Viana, he had just been released recently after serving three years for armed robbery. So he, he's failed at this before. Like you think this guy doesn't really have like a lot of he had three years to think of a better plan than cardboard gun. He didn't come up with one. I'm thinking Brazilian criminal may not be that smart. Uh, Dana White posted a picture of Viana and the robber on his social media uh, and added that trying to rob a UFC fighter was a bad fucking idea. In case you didn't know. Also, I bet I could totally rob her. <laughs> if I really wanted to, I bet I could rob her. <laughs> He's got to be sneaky about it. Catch her off guard, like from behind or something, or distract her. Like, hey, look at go, look at that. Then I'll just be like, hey, have you ever seen a cardboard gun? And then when she's looking at it, I'll punch her. This guy is really not very good at robbing people. Also, like he's going to rob her for her phone. Like phones are free for the contract in two years. Maybe it's different in Brazil. I'm thinking a lot of things are different in Brazil. That's racist. No, it's not. I think it's like the opposite of racist. That's like me appreciating their unique and very varied culture. Oh, I misunderstood. Yeah, it happened. I'm very misunderstood. Uh, another person who is misunderstood is Kobe Covington. <laughs> yeah. I, I am misunderstood in much the same way that Colby Covington goes through life being misunderstood. God, that's such a bad segue. I'm almost proud of it. Um, Covington is upset because he's not going to get the next title shot against Tyron Woodley for the welterweight championship of the world. It's actually going to Kamaro Usman, the Nigerian nightmare, on March 2nd at UFC 235. Uh, Covington is... I guess the former interim champ who still hasn't lost, but still hasn't gotten a title shot. Uh, and he's not happy about it. It's a, it's a weird decision, I would say, because Usman's not a draw by any stretch. And Covington did win that interim title and hasn't lost since. And he's been trying to build this Woodley fight for, I don't know, years at this point. Um, what, what, what did you make of that? I hope that every fighter remembers this the next time Dana gives some horse shit thing about how you got to turn yourself into a star. Yeah, Colby did. I mean, Colby Covington did everything correct. And, you know, he, he was a boring wrestler who decided, fuck it, I'm going to become a persona. And he did all the stuff. He got all the attention. He met the president of the United States to show off his fake belt. Like, what the hell? And then Dana's response is, eh, fuck, I think Kamar Usman is the way to go. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. I assume there's got to be more to it, like Colby was demanding more money and or something like that, but uh, whatever. Not my company. Maybe they still want to have Colby on the same car as John Jones for fear of what he would say. Colby is blaming um, Ali Abdelaziz for this. He's claiming that Ali did favors for the UFC and uh, help them out in the antitrust lawsuit. So now they're repaying their debt to Ali by giving Usman, who is managed by Ali, the title shot instead. I mean, that 
actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it sounds exactly like what would happen. Uh, Ali's going to be the one that ends the UFC. Wouldn't it be great? Uh, I mean, the guy whose name, real name, by the way, is Aladdin. <laughs> Got to rub that the right way, huh? <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe Colby should try rubbing a different lamp, and he'll get the uh, his wish granted. Well, uh, Co- I mean, I, I mean, it's not like he beat Rafael dos Anjos in a five round fight or anything. He, Covington said, uh, "Every time the UFC offers something, I just take it. I've never asked for more money. Not one time in my career. I fought Damian Maya for thirty grand, the number two guy in the world. I was fighting for thirty grand. So I don't care about the money. It's not about money." I'm in this to be the best fighter in the world, to put on entertaining shows and to please the fans. That's what it's all about is the fans and they're shitting on all of their fans. So it's sad. They want to fool the people and think they can pull this fast one on the people, but really they're just pulling a fast one on themselves. It's like I say, there's gotta be more to it because it's so illogical, but uh, I'm thinking we really should just look it's MMA. Someone went wrong. Let's blame Aladdin. That's fine with me. I'm good. Um, I mean, do you think it has anything to do with his politics and his Trump? No. no? Okay. No, Dana's going to punish a guy for liking Trump? Seems weird. You're right. But maybe, I mean, maybe it's, it's, I don't know, maybe it's coming maybe from je- maybe else. Dana's. Maybe Dana's jealous. I mean, Colby got the, get the picture with Trump in the belt. Did Dana? Oh, wait. Yes, he did. So I don't know. I don't know what this is. This is really weird. It doesn't make any sense. So, uh, the Aladdin angle in antitrust makes all that that fits. I'm cool with that. Kobe did have words for Dana. He... You said what? I don't hear you. Oh, there you are. I'm back. Sorry. My phone started yeah. ringing. Um, yeah, weird. Um, did you hear what he said about Dana? You sound like a... Like a... No, you sound like a robot. Right now I do? Yeah. I don't know how to help that. Oh, there you're back. You're back to normal. Okay, sorry. Uh, I presume you just said Dana sucks. He said, Dana, you don't got the balls to release me. If you're saying all of this stuff to the media, then release me. But you ain't got the balls. You know I'm too valuable. I mean, is he? I don't know. <laughs> is he really? I, I, I think Colby's done a great job with who he is. But despite all that, he actually hasn't caught fire. Uh-uh. It, although it, some of that's also he hasn't been given the chance. This would have been his chance. He would have probably got a lot of opportunity, a lot of exposure, and uh, could have been entertaining. Instead, we're going to see Kamar Usman. Ooh, you could feel. The, although that's a hell of a show. So yeah, at two thirty-five, right? It's kind of a show. It's like one of those shows where if you glance at it, you'd be like, "Wow, look at all these big names." And if you looked at the other side, you'd be like, "Huh." Like, oh, wow, John Jones defending his title against that guy. And Tyrone Woodley defending his title against oh, that guy. Like, this is a show that will probably do, like, 500,000 buys. But no joke, if it was Jones and Cormier and Woodley and Covington, it'd be one and a half million. It'd be a million buys more. That's how much money they're throwing away. Um, so, yeah, what, what do you think of the Woodley-Usman fight? Any, any, any thoughts at all? Sounds awful. I can't think of a. Oh, it sounds so dull. I can't picture. Uh, it, it just is fucking horrible. I mean, don't get me wrong. A Colby fight would have been equally as horrible. It would have been just as bad. But at least I would have got entertaining promos. Or, you know what? Maybe Danish is pissed because Colby tried to spoil all the fucking movies. That dickhead. Try to spoil Avengers. Fuck him. He didn't deserve a title shot. Fuck you, Colby. <laughs> I've come full circle. Yeah, on this. you are wicked consistent in your beliefs. You just use the word wicked unironically because you're from that part of the world. Yeah, there are colloquialisms in. Language. I don't think I've ever said wicked outside of uh, doing a fake Boston accent or referencing some play that exists. I'm also under the weather here. I think I might get mm, some that's chowda a- later. All right. Is under the weather a thing? I say under the weather. I don't know, but I, my head's pounding. Uh, moving along. This is the wrong thing to do. I'm the wrong person to talk to if you have a headache and you're sick. Like, that's not well, a good after idea. After the show, I always feel that way. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, also at UFC 235. This is a show on March 2nd in Vegas. 
Uh, it's rumored that we're going to get John Jones versus Anthony Smith for the light heavyweight title, but Jones still has to go before, before the Nevada commission and square away uh, his licensing issues because again, Nevada is the state that said he couldn't fight because of his positive Turinabal tests. I don't even know why he would bother going before him. If he wants to fight in Vegas. So he, he should just say, book me in Vegas and call their bluff. <laughs> And then say, well, you know that the California will take me on a week's notice, so what do I give a shit? Okay. It's an option. Yeah. I, I, does he make more money if the show's in Vegas? Yeah. Okay. Because the state taxes are less. Right. But that's probably like the only real difference. So, uh, although he probably makes less in Vegas because uh, they're more likely to fine him for cheating. <laughs> California clearly isn't going to punish him for anything he does. Would Anthony Smith beating John Jones be the biggest upset in MMA history? No. No. Matt Sarah, George No. It, it, it's a high level like this, I would have to go with Sarah and St. Peter. Sarah was a lightweight. Anthony Smith is a washout the... at middleweight and just moved up because he's just losing at middleweight. Oh, here's the thing. Well, I've seen guys be washouts at a weight class, move up and do real well because they're, they're happier and healthier and all this stuff. And like Matt Sarah went up to 170 and everybody's like, oh, finally, he's not drawn. It's like, <laughs> oh, he's just not training as hard. And he's not watching his diet. Like He just ate more and got fat. <laughs> so for me, that will always be the biggest. Although this would be – oh, actually, I think betting-wise, uh, it might be Holly Holm. Right. Over Ronda. Right. But this this will be up there. I mean, this would be something. But here's the thing: it may not be a big upset. Maybe maybe Smith beats him, and it begins. It's the start of his career. And we're like, oh wow, look at that! Yeah, in hindsight, that was a hell of a fight. I mean, it's not going to happen, but it could. Let me see. I believe Anthony Smith has like 13 losses. I believe. Like if Anthony, the the real gimmick should be if Smith makes it more than 10 minutes, he gets the title. <laughs> he might. Like it's such a weird. Fight I see no evidence because there's gonna... nobody. Like I think Smith is ranked third in the division or something or second maybe, because you've got obviously Jones, DC, and uh, Gus ahead oh, of them. Volkan Ustamir. Yeah, but after you, after you, Smith, don't forget Volkan. Yeah, I, I I'm familiar, but besides him, there's nobody in that division. There's no names. It, it, it's Shogun. True, true. I mean, Shogun and Jan Blakovich. Yeah, those are all good ones. I mean, the, hey, nobody, nobody wants to see John Jones set some sort of light heavyweight title defense record more than me, particularly if he can get it over Jan Blakovich. So he, here's the thing. Anthony Smith uh, got knocked out by Tiago Santos in February of 2018. Then <laughs> That's really, really recent. Right. Then he moves up to light heavyweight. And beats Rashad Evans, Shogun, yeah. and Volkan. And now he's the, so the second best light heavyweight like, in the world, supposedly. Sure. I mean, lots of people uh, beat up two old guys and a, a, a guy that gets in bar fights. His biggest win at middleweight in the UFC was against Hector Lombard in 17, when Lombard was in the midst of like an eight-fight losing streak. So, I'm just saying he doesn't have any like I guess the Volcon win was okay, but he kind of got beat up by Volcon and just kind of like had a better gas tank. I thought. Well, it sounds to me like having beat uh, all those guys, he's got a track record of beating up black people, so that could help him. He got choked out by Josh Neer. I know you're really really upset about that part. I like that part because I'm friends with Josh Neer on Facebook. And it appears he's just living a normal life. I'm not upset. Like, I'm not upset about it. I just it's like Josh Neer fought at 155. And not very well. <laughs> it's Josh Neer. Like let's basically Josh Neer's the kind of guy that he was in the UFC simply because there were no real athletes in the sport when he started. He has a good nickname. The dentist. That is a good nickname for a fighter. Not bad. Um, Not bad. Luke Rockhold wants to fight John Jones. I'd be more interested in that fight. Me too. Hashtag. He called John Jones a princess. 
So the, the well, trash talk okay. really I, escalated. If he's gonna if he's gonna use sexist remarks to denigrate a man in I'm not going to abide by that. That's just rude. It perpetuates those negative stereotypes and reinforces uh, toxic masculinity. Way to go, you you modeling fag. Wait, I think I undid everything. Shit. Uh, we have some other fight announcements like this week. It sounds like uh, the matchmakers were busy over the holidays. Uh, Thug Rose versus Jessica Andrade at UFC 237 in Brazil on May 11th. Uh, I don't know if I'm Rose. That's a tough fight, man. Yeah, Andrade, it's hard. That's yeah. in, and in in Brazil, I mean, you know, all those Brazilians love gay lesbians as opposed to straight lesbians. I don't know. How about uh, good fight? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Andrade, I think, is coming off a win against Kowalkiewicz, and Rose hasn't fought since immediately after the bus attack. That's right. Yeah, it was after the bus attack, though. She was still in the middle of of like the the trauma hadn't set in at that point. So now, it, now that the trauma set in, and she's been able to fully realize just how much her life was in danger. Now she can mentally prepare herself for another fight. Uh, at UFC Wichita on March 9th, we've got Derek the Black. There's East. a sentence at UFC Wichita. What's wrong with that? Well, it's Wichita. I've never been. I'm sure it's lovely. Derek Lewis, the Black Beast versus Junior Dos Santos. They like having Dos Santos fight in the middle of fucking nowhere. He's going to fight like in like Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, like Newfoundland or Labrador or whatever, some dog place in Canada, and now Kansas. Puggle, Wyoming. Uh... That'd be awesome. <laughs> Uh, who who do you like in that one? Derek Lewis, obviously. Dumb question. I like him in every fight. Yeah. Uh, Voltron Ustamir versus uh, what's his name? Dominic Reyes. UFC. That's a good fight. March sixteenth. I like that. Like that's like that's gonna be one of those, and I bet when during the broadcast you're gonna hear this is the fight that the insiders have been talking about. Reyes is undefeated. I think Ustamir's coming off two straight losses, I think. Because he lost to uh, Anthony wow. Smith. That's right. Yeah. And a potential fight, uh, not confirmed, but uh, Anthony Pettis said he wants to move up to 170 and fight Stephen Thompson, and Stephen Thompson said, sure, no problem. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've heard. That's up there is just fucking stupid as In shit. In what way? He can make 45. And he wasn't good enough at that weight. He wasn't good enough at 55. Oh, he's going to move up to 70 and fight this monster of a man. Like a guy that is huge at that weight. So maybe, maybe it'll just be the last thing and we get rid of Pettis as a fighter in the UFC. What, what do you think his logic is? I don't think he has any. Okay, he probably just thinks he's a striker and I don't want to cut weight. I'm sure that's it. He just doesn't want to cut weight and figures... That's a striker of high. Look, if you're going to move up to 170 and you're Pettis, that's not the worst fight to ask for because at least this guy, you don't have to worry about wrestling you. And hello? yeah, do you hear me? Hello? 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 hello. Did you? Oh, you're back. You me? You're back. Okay, good. We're back. We're back. Good, good, good. Okay. Uh, Anyways, the logic was if you're going to move up, you might as well fight a guy that can't wrestle. <laughs> True, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, how much bigger would Stephen Thompson be than Pettis? It would be, it's embarrassing. It's a joke. It'll look like when, uh, BJ fought Machida. <laughs> or, um, when, uh, Fedor fought Hong Choi Man. Yeah. Something like that. It's just, it's, it's, it's absurd. Stephen Thompson's a giant dude at 170 and Pettis is a, a featherweight. Sometimes, if you can make it. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, no, no shows this weekend at all. It's completely wide open. Uh, what are you going to do this weekend with all your free time? I'm going to Las Vegas. Oh yeah, Norm McDonald, right? That's right. Yeah, Brian and I are going to fly out there Friday night. See him, see Norm on Saturday, and fly back Sunday morning. Wow. Super cheap too. Like the, the round trip ticket on United, nonstop both ways, is two hundred bucks. 
Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, that, that's why I'm, I'm, that's really why we're going. It was just the whole trip, everything worked out. Like the hotel, we're super, we're staying at the South Point Casino in case anybody wants to come and say hello. Uh, we're staying, it's, that's where Norm's going to be performing and all that. So we're, I don't even know if we're going to leave the casino. Norm is old. Lead, yeah, well, you know, he, he doesn't tour a ton. Like he does, he, he tours enough, but not like, it's not like I would be like, hey, I'll just wait for him to come to, to Chicago or whatever. He gets, like, he gets he, tired he, at night. Yeah. And uh, it's like a country western type of hotel, too. And I like Cowboys. Interesting. Speaking of uh, yeah. the Cowboys, uh, they're still on the NFL playoffs, right? Playoffs? Um, yeah, I guess they're. Yeah. Your, your Bears lost. Was that upsetting? Um, no. I, I like the ending, though, that kick. It, like, bounced off the upright, then the, the crossbar. That was pretty good. You don't see that every day. Uh, unless you're a Chicago Bears fan. That guy's hit the crossbar five times prior to the season. <laughs> How is that even possible? This, I don't know. But like, That's was, amazing. I think, he hit it like, I think he hit it three or four times in one game. <laughs> and it, 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 it's a, it was a home game. It's a, he's always hitting it at home to the point where he started going, and I guess prior kickers had told him, Chicago is such a weird place to kick because the, the uh, Soldier Field is – it's like right off the – like when you say it's off the lake, you could throw a baseball from Soldier Field into the Lake Michigan. Yeah, it's and right it by the highway, right? To, yeah, like, like it's highway like on one side. I've seen it driving when I went to Chicago. Yeah, yeah you probably – yeah, you, you easily would have seen it. It's right there on the lake, and so the winds are weird. And I guess this guy, like the kickers tell them, like, you got to go there and practice in the field – in those unique conditions and blah 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 uh didn't do him any good but at least he tried well supposedly it was tipped too right probably you you didn't really you, you don't care about the bears that much um like i didn't have any expectations of them this season in particular yeah. so anything that they did would have been a huge bonus the fact that they went like 12 and 4 and made the playoffs was like uh, that's a pretty good season given that i thought that they would probably finish you know, eight and eight or seven and nine. Yeah. And I didn't watch, I didn't watch all the games or anything like that. Like football's football. Uh, if the bears are on, I'll watch that. But if they're not on, I'm not going, fuck, I can't wait for the bears game to start. I'll be like, Oh, look at that. The Patriots are playing. I know Tom Brady. Let's watch that. <laughs> the Patriots are in the playoffs. They're gonna, who are they playing? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, chargers, LA chargers. Yeah. It was weird. I was watching some of that game, the, the chargers game. I'm like, wait, L.A. Chargers? I was so confused. I, I didn't even know they weren't in San Diego anymore. That's how I had to touch like, on it. Like, my brain has accepted the Rams as being in L.A., but the Chargers, it, 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 given that they're in the playoffs, they won a playoff game, and talk about just getting no respect. It's probably because uh, Philip Rivers has 27 children. So I don't understand. So there's an L.A. Rams and an L.A. Chargers? Yeah. L.A. decided that uh, they were ready for two football teams after not sporting any. <laughs> well, it is a big city. I mean, New York's got two. They would be the second city in the country if they were going to have two, right? They got a lot of basketball teams, don't they? Yeah, and, and yet, no, I think they have two. I know, but, but I count uh, like Sacramento. and Sacramento's by San Francisco, though. <laughs> Still counted as part of L.A. <laughs> Honestly, I can't really disagree. Actually, San Diego is way closer. I guess San Diego is only like 45 minutes or an hour away from L.A. I don't know. I wouldn't drive in that shithole of a state. And what, is Oakland in Vegas or not yet? Um, no. In fact, the talk is, is that they, Oakland, because they don't have a stadium for next year. They have to wait till 2021 20, or whatever. There's talk they might play all eight of their home games in London next year. Really? Which would be an interesting experiment. It's quite the commute. It's not that bad of a commute, to be honest. If you're on the East Coast, though, it's a five-hour plane flight. Just talking about those crazy Raiders fans having to get to England every other week. Oh, I assure you, if there's one country in the world that has a lot of really dumb, violent sports fans that can show up at a game, it's England. (laughs) Fair enough. Who? Who? Like, there's all these there's all these hooligans from the '80s going, "Those fucking posers." We're going to show them how it's really done. Do you have a uh, Super Bowl pick this year? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, we'll probably talk before the Super Bowl happens. No, I so. mean, who who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, Patriots and um, the Cowboys. 
Inter- that would uh, do some numbers. That would be big box office for the NFL if that happened. Oh, yeah. That, 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 I'd watch. Um, hmm. I'd see. Anyways. Uh, so, so this week we got Indy versus Kansas City, Dallas versus the L.A. Rams, the L.A. Chargers versus the New England Patriots, and Philadelphia Eagles versus the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I mean, of all of those... I'm actually interested in the Rams and Chiefs just because they play such an up-tempo style and that game they had Monday night was really fun to watch and shit like that. But it's the playoffs and it's Tom Brady. So come on. Like, come on. It's just the dude has mastered the art of giving it about 60-75% for 16 games and then just turning it on for three or four and becoming a god. At some point he's old though, right? That's what I would have thought, but the laws of nature don't seem to work anymore. Speaking of old people who uh, the laws of nature don't seem to keep hanging up on me. Well, the first time is because I went to pick up my phone and I hit the button. Second time is because I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I'm like, why did you hang up on me? I hit the button. Yeah, no, well, I, know how the, I know how hanging up on someone actually works. It's like, why did you hang up on me? I hung up the phone. That doesn't explain anything. Uh, I I got a uh, a new phone uh, around Christmas, and it's a long story how that happened. But anyway, like it's the new the newest like iPhone, I guess, and it doesn't have that mm-hmm. home button. And mm. at first, I couldn't figure out like I'm like, what the hell? How do you swipe up? You it, it was just different after using the traditional iPhone for the last whatever five or six years. But I'm so used to it now that I went to use the old iPhone. Like somebody, I was trying to help somebody with their phone at work and I couldn't remember like how to work it. It's so weird how quickly like your, I don't even know what you would call it. The muscle memory or whatever changes. It was like literally in two weeks, I became totally used to the new phone and couldn't use the old one anymore. It was bizarre. Last time I bought a new phone, I was married. I've had this phone for a long time. Have you only been married that one time? Uh, that I'm aware of, yeah. <laughs> I did drink a lot in Vegas a couple of times. Mm. Will you this time? Probably not. No? Like, if I do, it'll be, like, one drink, maybe two. I'm just, I, to me, if you're going to get, if you're going to drink, you, you should just get really, really drunk. And I don't want to get really, really drunk, so. Mm. How, how, are you just in for Vegas the one night? Two nights, technically. Oh, cool. Friday night, Saturday night, yeah. Do you gamble at all when you go? No. Not at I, all. I don't have you ever? Um, oh, I I don't have like a moral objection to it or anything. It's just like I'm poor. Right. But like, no, every time I'm in Vegas, I'll put like a dollar in the slots or something like that. Like this time, I have about like six hours on Friday before Fuckface shows up. So I might gamble a little bit. Like I might like take like $100 or something. And, and I may put like 50 bucks in Liverpool and watch that game on Saturday. Are you truly poor i feel like you've been working a fair amount recently i'm not good at saving money (laughs) but like what what expenses do you have drugs oh is that um okay honestly here's the thing here's what's really sad is that sometimes i will look at my bank account and i won't have a lot of money and i'll be like and i'll ask the same question you just asked what expenses do i have like why don't i have no money what did i do and then i'll look at them be like Oh, you know what? A lot of it's just like eating food and shit, like going to a restaurant or whatever. Like, yeah, I actually you, have more money in my account. But. but you don't even go to like a decent restaurant. No, I don't. It's really sad. I just, I, I just, you know, fuck money away. I don't know. Like, everyone's all like, uh, I'll have like a big expense, it seems. Like, I, I have a new car. I need a new car. So That's do coming. I. So do I. I'm not, I'm not getting it, though. I got my brakes done recently, and we're just going to hope the car keeps stopping and running for a couple more years. I've needed um, new brakes for at least a year and a half. And uh, <laughs> hey, fuck it, man. At a certain point, you just ride that rule. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm almost at that point. But I figured I have two children in the car with me. See, so. that's the thing. You have two children. Yeah. Um, yes. They're, they're also expensive. I, yeah. I, I spoiled the dog. That still shouldn't cost that much. I spoil him a lot. Maybe you should. Maybe you need a raise. That's for sure. I definitely need a. I I say that as I've spent the past hour not working, but. 
I'm not I'm not the most sympathetic individual right now. I was like, I don't have a, I don't have as much money. I have no expenses in life, and I just take an hour off in the middle of the day to do whatever the fuck I want. But I need more money. Would you like to hear about a unique USADA story? Yes. You're supposed to say, would I? Uh, would I? Uh, and how? 90-year-old Carl Grove told the U.S. anti-doping agency his failed drug test was the result of a piece of contaminated meat he ate the night before his race. The agency listened, then gave Grove a public warning and stripped him of the world record he set in July at the Masters Track National Championships. Grove accepted a public warning for his anti-doping violations uh, on Friday, USADA said in a statement about his punishment. After setting the world record on July 11th, Grove provided an in-competition urine sample. The results were positive for epitrembolone, a metabolite of the prohibited substance trembolone. They were going to give him a six-month suspension, but they felt that a lifetime suspension would be too much. <laughs> uh, results from USA Cycling in July said Grove was the oldest competitor at the event. The individual pursuit, which is a 1.24 mile ride, and he finished with a time of three minutes, six seconds in his 90 to 94 age division. For comparison, Rob Lee, who won the men's 75 to 79 age group, had a time of two minutes and 58 seconds. So he was slower. Yeah, by eight seconds. I don't ride a bike because I don't know if that's a lot or not. Like, like when you're 15 not... years older and you're 90 and you're only a few seconds behind the guy who's 75. I um, mean, is there a real big difference between a 75 year old and a 90 year old athletically? Probably. I think most I don't people don't even live to be 90. Most people, most men don't live to be 75. Is that true? In the United States, I think it's like 74 point something. Why do you think the U.S. life expect- expectancy is less than a lot of countries? Diet, 100% diet. Hmm. The, the, all those countries have like a higher life expectancy. Without a doubt, they're all Mediterranean-based diets. It's all that fish and shit that the Japanese eat. I think if you want to live forever, you just eat lots of like, like vegetables and fish. It seems like that's the key to living forever. Maybe it just feels like you live that way. You live forever if you're eating fish. But. Uh, since this positive sample was collected in competition, Grove has been disqualified from competitive results obtained on July 11th, 2018. The data sample was collected. That means his world title in the sprint competition is null and void. Well... Every world record's got an asterisk by it, including the record for fastest 90-year-old to bicycle one mile. Um, I like that he's claiming that he got it from eating meat the night before. Like, it's I like the, the, it's the, a classic yeah. excuse. Like, I bet you anything this guy's all roided up. You know what's really sad? Is that he's like the first athlete I've ever heard of that if he told me that he got it from a dick pill, I'd be like, that makes a lot of sense. He should have gone with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, during USADA's investigation, Grove provided the agency with information that established the source of his positive test was more likely than not caused by contaminated, contaminated meat he'd eaten for dinner July 2nd. I'm sorry, July 10th. Grove had tested negative for prohibited substances during an in-competition test earlier that day before he ate the meat. However, so he's being John, he's getting John Jones. Is what this is. Did they check for the long-term metabolites and the short-term medium term that's really the key however while investigating the source of grove's positive test the agency determined that a supplement grove was using before july 11th was contaminated with clomiphene another prohibited substance <laughs> hey how could i have been cheating i was taking all these pills over here those pills are cheating pills ah shit before telling the agency about the meat he'd eaten on the evening prior to the Masters, Grove gave USADA a list of supplements he had used, none of which listed clomiphene or any other prohibited substances on the supplement facts label. This isn't the first time meat has been blamed for a failed drug test. Alberto Contador was given a two-year ban and stripped of the 2010 George of France title after the drug clenbuterol was found in his blood. I just love that John Jones is really the only person that USADA is going to just let get away with anything. Like, they're testing the piss of 90-year-olds. Somebody spent money on that. Like, a drug test isn't that cheap that they can 
waste money on a 90 year old's piss. Well, they said they, they only tested it because he set the world record. If he hadn't set that record, they wouldn't have bothered even testing him at all. Well, you want to make sure, again, you want to make sure that the 90 year old downhill bicycle racer record is uh, on the up and up. <laughs> you, 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 don't, well, you don't want to discourage all those, you don't want to have, create a situation where other 90 year olds feel pressured to use performance enhancing drugs when riding a bicycle for a mile. It's really weird to think that yep. a guy who's 90 is still riding a bike that much and is possibly juicing to be good at it. Like, I wonder what that guy was like when he was in his 30s. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how do you yeah. get there at 90 but, years old? It's amazing. Shouldn't we let 90-year-olds – 90-year-olds should be able to take any – if you're 90, it's not a performance-enhancing drug. It's just called it keeps you alive. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, the guy's 90. Like, honestly, like, he needs drugs to make sure that his liver works. I presume. 90 years old and you're still riding a bicycle. I mean, what kind of man does that to start with? I think we're an gonna, active guy. I think we're going to end the show with uh, two stories from uh, the greatest state in America. Florida. Correct. A Lake Worth woman has been arrested for attacking her parents because they refused to take her to Outback restaurant Wednesday night. Deanna- this sounds normal. I <laughs> Seltzer is being charged with one count of simple battery domestic, one count of battery of a person 65 or older, and two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Was it a boomerang? Did she throw a boomerang at someone? Inside uh, the house, deputies found a glass dining table flipped over and broken glass scattered throughout the dining area, along with a large knife laying on the kitchen counter. Seltzer's mother stated that her daughter asked to go to Outback, and she told her no. Seltzer <laughs> became very angry and started punching her mother with closed fists on her chest and arms. <laughs> I'll have another shrimp off the Barbie. I want a shrimp off the Barbie. <laughs> And she starts punching her mom in the tits. Her father intervened and received multiple scratches to his face and upper body. Seltzer then began to scream and flipped over the large table and started tearing up random furniture inside the home. She then got a knife and ran toward her father while screaming, I'm going to kill you. Well, she was bluffing. Her father was able like to grab Seltzer's I... arm and wrestle for the knife. I like that they found the knife on the kitchen table. Like, of all the places to find a knife in a house, on the kitchen table is clearly a clear crime occurred. It's very suspicious. Yes. Uh, but this woman's old. She's in, like, her 40s, and her parents are in their 60s. Oh, I assumed that she was a, an adult woman. There's no way that somebody in Florida punches their parents because they didn't get to go to Outback, and that person's not at least 35 or 40 themselves. See, I would picture more a child... But behaving that not, way if, if, if this was like a real state yeah not in florida fair and lastly we have a story from in florida the parents punched the 10 year old because a 10 year old went out back without them <laughs> took the car themselves uh and lastly we have a story from sarasota police say a substitute teacher angry over a complaint with the school she was working at sabotaged a little girl's birthday party by putting human fecal matter on tables and grills at a Sarasota park. Police first learned of the incident on December 1st when a call came in around 6.30 a.m. from a witness who had seen a woman in rubber gloves and a face mask putting human fecal matter on top of seven tables and two grills at Urfer Park on Honor Avenue in Sarasota. That's a lot of preparation involved there. Rubber gloves, a face mask, and enough shit for seven tables. Like, she prepared this one for a while. Police started their investigation by speaking to the woman who had reserved the pavilion for a girl's birthday party scheduled to take place the same day the incident happened. Detectives say the woman, the principal at Philippi Shores Elementary, told them that she had invited all the children in her child's class to the birthday party. She also said she had an ongoing dispute with a substitute teacher, 42-year-old Heather Carpenter, over a complaint Carpenter had filed that Carpenter did not feel was being properly addressed. The principal explained that Carpenter was a substitute teacher and that Carpenter's child was in her daughter's class. 
About a week later, detectives went to Carpenter's residence. Police say she admitted putting the human fecal matter on the tables and grills to disrupt the birthday party because she was displeased with how the complaint was being handled. I want to meet the attorney that has to try to figure out the uh, excuse for, uh, I don't know how my shit got on those seven birthday tables for children. I don't know. Total mystery. Must have been someone else's poop. Like, if my kids had a problem in the school, my reaction wouldn't be to find the next kid's birthday party that was involved and smear my turds all over the kid's birthday party to get back at the school. Maybe this woman used to be a jogger in Colorado and this is just her thing. (laughs) It's just baffling. Like, I get people are crazy and on drugs and stuff. It's just... Here's the thing. This isn't crazy on drugs. Like, I understand, like, if somebody got really, really angry and just said, fuck you, and they took a shit on someone's front lawn or whatever, like a, 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 passion, a, a moment of passion, I'd be like, fine, I get it. Like, I wouldn't do it, but like, fine. This woman bought She bought gloves. She bought a mask. She presumably, like, like collected enough shit in a bag of some sort, transported it over there. Took, she, I mean, she took all these precautions <laughs> to ensure that she wasn't a victim of her own shit. She didn't get any blowback from it. She was. This a, is not a moment. This is a. This is not a crime of passion. It is baffling. I, I. I just don't get how it would help anything. Uh, I don't know how it doesn't help though. I think that's the real question we should ask. How does it not help? You know, it helps her. It helps her immune systems. Yeah. And it's Florida. It's look. It's Florida. The kid. Children in Florida should learn at a very young age. There's always a chance that some crazy adult put shit on your table. ABC7 reached out to the Sarasota Sarasota County School District. The district says Carpenter was approved to work as a sub in October 2017 and that substitutes are at will employees and not school board approved. The district says while there is an active law enforcement investigation, Carpenter will not be able to serve as a substitute or volunteer at Sarasota schools. They're really coming down hard on her. Could she like go to the next town over and volunteer there at least. And I don't want this poor woman to never be in a position where she's around children. I mean, <laughs> it's a mirror. It's, it, it, I mean, you hear stories like this and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I totally understand how in 20, in, in one 20 year period, the people of Florida twice managed to not correctly count ballots. <laughs> there can be hanging chads. Yeah. Well, is it, I mean, not in her, though, because she put those hanging shags onto the table. So. Do you think we'll ever be able to just vote from home? Um, I think one day we will think that we're voting from home, but we're not really. It's weird because you, you almost want something that's a hard copy, don't you? It, I, I think that voting should be made much more difficult than it is right now. I mean, California, you can vote from home. You know what would be good? <laughs> You hear that? In California, you can vote from home. Can you? In Cal- in California, they just passed it, and the state Republican Party later admitted, like, it's totally illegal, but boy, do we not see this one coming. They, the Democrat legislature in California passed what's in, it's now legal. It's called ballot harvesting, which means that people can go out there, fill in their, uh, pre-fill in their ballots before Election Day, and then someone else can go around and collect them all. Yeah. This isn't going to be a disaster of corruption. Like even in Chicago, they're going really like, and they let you do that, huh? Wow. I mean, it's not as good as taking a shit on a seven-year-old's birthday party, but it's something. Yeah. How does anybody know if voting is done legitimately? Well, I just have my faith in the system, and I trust I trust the politicians. Right, but it's almost like it has to be public. Like, you need to see how everyone voted for it to be truly to know there's no bullshit. Like, you should be able to look. I'm not saying this should be, but the only way to know for sure is be able to look and see how you voted and confirm that's how you voted. Like, there should be some register or something if you truly want to know. Obviously, it should be private. And a lot of people don't want people knowing how they voted or whatever, which is fine. But at the same time, the only way to really know is to be able to verify that your vote went in as you voted. But you don't even, like, you just fill in a blank ballot. Who the hell knows how your vote was actually cast? 
We live in an era where people don't even care about their privacy. So they're not going to care about the privacy of their vote. Some, well, we're stupid stickers. I think it takes shit on children's tables. I think there's enough people that do. I, I don't think a lot of people who voted for Trump want people knowing they voted for him. Um, I don't know about that, man. People are buying those fucking stupid hats a lot. There's a lot of those hats okay, out there. Let, let, just, you and I don't live in places where that I know, happens. but let's say there's a million of those hats out there. Like 30-some-odd million people voted for him. 60-some-odd million people voted for him. I thought it, sure. Was it that many? I thought it was like... I think it was like 65 and 64. Oh, I thought day. it was in the high 30s. I could be... Well, it's possible that Trump... Well, look, Trump's going to naturally have less voters than Hillary because... Uh, uh, illegal immigrants vote too much. Oh, you're right. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. 62. Was it... Yeah, Trump had 62, Hillary had 65. Wow. Oops. And only one of them is president. No, weird system. It's weird. Yep. What? And that's just, it's a good system, though, because it keeps every state isolated so that people that shit on children's tables can be employed. <laughs> I should try and find a different story from each state. That would be good yeah nobody's gonna compete with florida <laughs> florida is pretty good it's so weird how all old people want to go there on vacation every winter it's warm and has no income tax i know but it's supposedly the shittiest state like ever anywhere yeah all these people yep. go down there like yep. i get taxes that's suck couldn't you go like georgia like it's close it's has probably taxes. Warm. but they're only going down for the the winter you know they go long enough to establish residence though you gotta go for six months i think right yeah. I don't think most old people do that. Uh. You'd be surprised how those Jews from New York City like to travel. The Jews are a known traveling people. They walked right out of Egypt and into Florida. I think I'm done for this week. I think, I think we should end on that uh, positive Semitic note. A rarity here at HalfGuarded.com and MMA and stuff. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye.